Unchained Rock Show, All Talk with Steve Harrison. You're listening to the Unchained Rock Show with me, Steve Harrison. Here we are backstage once again. The steel city that is Sheffield, the Corporation Rock Club. Gives me great pleasure to be uh, talking to one half of the rhythmic bass playing powerhouse of Cobra and the Lotus, Brad. That is a um, apt description. I would say you uh, definitely knocked that one out of the parks. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Uh, we actually have a nickname between me and the drummer. Uh, we go by the gruesome twosome because we are the ones who handle the low-end rhythm section and we also party harder than uh, everyone else. Uh, so that's that's how we do. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That's it, the rhythmic powerhouse. You know, that's right. That, I shout out. You, we made that here first. I may have used that once or twice. Uh, okay, okay. Well, I'm the more... <laughs> than the others previous. Without a shadow. Right. <laughs> without a shadow of a doubt. Perfect. So, uh, so great to see you guys back over here in the UK. Uh, I caught a show when you were over here with Delane, probably about a year or so. Yeah, ago I think well, that was it, almost Delane like a... I think it would have been uh, the fall, so just a little, like a few months earlier yeah. than this, probably November or something. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, great to see you guys back over here. Yeah. Sort of, uh, and the last sort of day or two uh, yeah, of the this, UK run. Yeah, it's uh, this, it's the Corp, and then it goes and then we go and play the underworld in London. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how have the UK dates been for you? Good, actually. <clears throat> I would say that, um, I mean, I've been here quite a few times at this point, and uh, I can say that this UK run, I mean, it was, it's been a long, long-ass run. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we did five dates in a row, then a one day off, which wasn't really a day off. It was a travel day, so we sat in the van the oh, whole time. Yeah, right, yeah. And then uh, this is the fifth of six in a row. Yeah. So 11 shows, which is a lot. I mean, most artists I know who come over, uh, they don't do 11 shows yeah. in the UK. They do like three. Yeah. You know, they hit a couple major cities. Sometimes I've even seen them just hit London and then they fly out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but we don't like to do that. We think uh, there are people who deserve to have the music. I mean, if they want it, we'll bring it. Yeah. You know, and, and I think there are uh, people who love, I mean, this is uh, the cradle of heavy metal. There are people all over this country who love heavy metal, yeah. and, and it's unfair that they have to drive their asses off just to get <laughs> the show. So, as the uh, as the uh, you know people who are bringing uh, the music, uh, we feel like it. Uh, we don't mind doing the drive instead yeah. for you, you know, yeah. and bringing it to you. I mean, we played some pretty interesting places. Uh, we played some pretty difficult venues that right. ended up being like badass rock shows yeah, yeah. so i mean it's been a great time um and and it's i'm gonna say one of the more well attended runs we've had yeah in my current memory yeah. of coming here yeah so i mean in terms of uh you've got quite this you know this sort of uh, challenging uh, run of dates uh, through europe you've got the album already uh, in the bag as it were set for release in may yeah so does that mean that things are sort of uh, it's a pedal off the metal as it were for 2018 or is it oh no i don't think ever? so <laughs> i think uh, i knew you were gonna say yeah that. i don't think so <laughs> i think what uh from what i understand it's like we go home for a bit i think we might actually have a, a, a little block of time which is nice because that yeah. gives us time to you know if writing material you know that kind of thing yeah. for the upcoming next album or whatever and it gives us time to be home with our families and and i mean <clears throat> a lot of people think when they see our band and they see any band our size that music is how we live and that is absolutely false i, I know that, yeah. uh every single one of us has a day job yeah you know um you have to because 
uh, music just it's not 1982 absolutely that. you know yeah, so no, no, like, you know fact five million dollar no, advances no. for four albums yeah. no exactly <laughs> no and and you have to literally put everything you have in it yeah so you know when you have rent at home and you have stuff you're still having to work for it yeah so it'll be good because we'll get to go home and build up the war chest a bit yeah, yeah. you know because when we're out on the road for two months i mean you watch your bank account dwindle pretty quick yeah yeah so and that is what it is and I mean as a Canadian band too our dollars crap so we come here and, and I mean I'm pretty sure the pounds almost double so right. it's so it's pretty and we vicious. about the pound being shit with everything else <laughs> you guys don't know shit yeah 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 so um, but I mean time off is always good I mean this you hit you hit like a tour stride you get in tour mode yeah I mean we're a month and plus in and I could, I feel like I could go for another three months. Yeah, you know. But you kind of hit this, this point where your body just kind of hits tour mode, and you're good. Yeah. yeah. And it, I wouldn't lie to say I would be lying if I said it's it's not nice or it's not bad to wake up in the morning, and the only thing that's really on your mind is I have a show to play. Yeah. There's nothing else. There's no other BS or like regular life. Um, you know, there's always something. Yeah. But when you're a musician, you're on the road. It's very simple. You wake up. What's the first thing? Coffee. Yeah. That's it. That's all I have on my checklist. Yeah. Make sure you're down in the lobby for lobby call. Yeah. Or our, our, our tour manager, George, will get all medieval on your ass. Yeah, yeah. And that's all there is to it. Yeah. Make sure you're on time. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. you know it. Not in the kind of you yeah. know it. You know and, it. Uh, <laughs> and you be on time. Have your coffee or whatever and be in the truck because we got places to be. Yeah. Make sure that you set up on time. Make sure that you sound check on time. But other than that, don't, you know, it's yeah. it's a pretty simple and enjoyable existence. Yeah. You know, but uh, it's always nice to go home and, and see your family and your loved ones. Yeah, of course, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, in the era that we live in, times have never been better for being away. We got FaceTime. We got Skype. We got yeah. these great ways. I mean, I remember we did a show in... Phoenix and Dave Elfson from Megadeth came out. Yeah. And that was one thing I asked him. I said, because I had just had my daughter. Right. And it was like breaking me up pretty hard. I mean, I think she was three weeks old and I was on the road. Right. And uh, Dave said to me, I said to Dave, like, hey, you know, you have kids and you were in, you're in Megadeth and, and you had kids in the height of Megadeth. Yeah. How'd you handle it? And he said that it was in the 80s and every time he'd go home, his collect call bill was more than his mortgage. Wow. Yeah, so oh, so times are better yeah. than they've ever been for that. Yeah, you know, but still, seeing your loved one through a screen just isn't quite the same. No. So it'll be nice to go home. There'll be a break, and then I'm assuming that that things will stack up. I mean, uh, we got by the time May rolls around, that's two brand new releases out. Yeah, you know what I mean, and. I mean, one's a one-year-old. That's really young. That's yeah. not that old. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure there'll be festivals and there'll be tours. Yeah. And so, I mean, there's a strong chance we'll be back around yeah. in 2018. Yeah. If not early 2019, yeah. I would assume. But, I mean, don't quote me on yeah, that. Indeed. Yeah, indeed. I mean, because I'm of an age when uh, sort of in the early, as you mentioned there, the uh, sort of, well, 80s, 90s with Megadeth. But I'm of a, an age when I remember sort of bands touring, you know, twice in a year, releasing an album every 12 months. So yeah. like sort of Saxon, that are, you know, sort of Sheffield and from, from this era. Uh, and the new wave of British heavy metal bands just releasing and releasing, releasing, yep. and touring and touring yep. and touring. Um, and I suppose that, you know, you need that opportunity to sort of recharge the batteries. Yeah, well, I mean, and those old school dudes, 
Woods. I mean, the Road Dogs, man. They yeah. uh, they really uh, they could do that because there was enough money involved that that yeah. they could, you know, do all that. Yeah. But at this point, it's like, you know, the recharge is a big thing. I mean, none no, like you really do fray at the edges if you're constantly on the road. Yeah. And sometimes people, uh, the road can kind of change you a bit, you know, and you see some people really uh, struggle with it. I mean, everyone has their days, but some people really, um, it's 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 pretty rough watching somebody who, who's been on the road for a really extended part of time yeah. go back to real world. It's a pretty ugly transition yeah. time. They're usually really, really depressed or they're really like... Um, irritated yeah you know and yeah. and it happens to me too you know right about three days before we go home i'll get tour blues yeah. and tour blues and when i'm home i'll take about a week to readjust where i'm not well my sleep will be off a massive different yeah. routine Big, well, yep, absolutely yeah. and uh and you know and you get a bit of time where you're just like it's weird to not have something to do every day yeah you know what i mean yeah i mean unless you jump right back into work or whatever but uh sometimes it's it's a bit of a readjustment period yeah. you know and i can't imagine what it would freaking be like if you were on the road you know 12 months out of the year and yeah. then you took a break yeah like you, you wouldn't even know how to function yeah you know so i think uh little breaks like this are important yeah. just for your sanity and and i mean the touring world i mean for people who have never experienced it, it's not really the real world. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's kind of this, uh, we always joke, like, none of us are ever going to grow up. Because it's pretty, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's pretty childish when you think about it. But at the same time, it's, I mean, it's what we fought for our whole lives to be able to do. And now that we're here, we're not going to let it go. Yeah. You know, it's uh, something. And so, you know, going home, but we'll be right back out again yeah. because this is what we're all built for. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And it's interesting just to give, you know, you're giving there that sort of quite an, an honest glimpse into, you know, what what it's like to be out there. And I'm, I'm sort of fortunate to be able to chat to artists as they come through, you know, sort of the, the Sheffield, the mm -hmm. Leeds, the Nottingham as we, as we get round there uh, and sort of, you know, sometimes get that bit of an understanding mm -hmm. of what actually not going through that experience, how challenging yeah. it can be. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have these really interesting ideas and about what it is we do and i'm yeah. standing here to tell you that probably everything that you imagine in your head when you think think touring rock band is wrong yeah uh i mean to think the cliche of like mark Wahlberg, rock star yeah, and that sort yeah. of stuff like, yeah. come on man <laughs> i mean i literally think we spend 90 percent of our day sitting on our asses doing nothing yeah. you know what i mean and the, the boredom's pretty hard to deal with a lot of the times i mean you find ways of entertaining yourself i mean but i mean the party really i i have a friend his name's matt he plays in this band called pop evil and he doesn't uh he doesn't drink anymore and uh and i asked him why because i still do i'm i'm kind of a piss tank but <laughs> um i asked him why and he just said you know I don't like who I turn into, and I'm on a tour all the time. I said, "Well, that must be really hard, yeah. you know, to to, you know, to uh, to not be a drinker." Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, you know, the thing about it is that the vicious part about alcohol is that it's not only accepted, it is completely endorsed in what we do. You know what I mean? We we will play a show, and you enter the room. First thing you see is the beer. Yeah. You know, and." Uh, 
this this cliche of this heavy metal or rock guy being loaded all the time you really can't survive doing this for too yeah, long if yeah. you are uh really substance dependent yeah i mean i drink quite a lot but when i'm home yeah not at all yeah you know what i mean and yeah. and, and as long as you're aware that it can take a turn for the worse yeah. you just got to be on it but this image this rock and roll image people have i mean uh that is an a very outdated image yeah i mean this is the year 2017 yeah that shit has not existed since the <laughs> early 70s to the to the mid 90s i mean early 90s even yeah i don't i don't uh i, I don't meet a whole lot of musicians who you know have uh, 90 groupies standing out the, yeah. inside the but van. But that image still stands, I don't know, that sort of sometimes, that idea for sort of uh, younger people, that you know, that they still have that sort of perception that it's that, the, that's what it is. It's a media thing, yeah. and I would also blame the media uh, for that image, uh, for even myself or anyone who got into this. Yeah. Because, I mean, we, as young people, had that image. Yeah. You know, we thought, damn, man, you know, we're going to get, we're going to get a band together. We're going to start touring. Yeah. We're going to be all over the world. Tour buses, money, yeah. alcohol, yeah. chicks. And then you get here and you realize it was all just a, a mirage. Yeah. It's not what you think it is. And, and by the time you're there, it's too late. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I still love it. But you, it, it, it shakes up some younger uh, artists when, I mean, I've seen it a couple times now, when they have the epiphany that, Oh shit! Like, this is it. Yeah. And yet, it, it you know you seem to get to these levels, and then there's just more levels. Yeah. You know what I mean? You we <laughs> get here and we're like, yeah, but we're not as big as say Camelot. Yeah. We need to get up to the Camelot. Yeah. But then you go and hang out with Camelot, and they're like, damn, we're not the Metallica yet. We yeah. need to get to the Metallica. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like it's a never-ending climb. Yeah. Uh, and and I really do believe that uh, this image, you know, and and I like to explain to people. Uh, you know, I would like, like, it's, it's funny. It's almost like smashing people's perceptions or their dreams of the yeah. whole rock world. But I mean, we all have day jobs. We don't party our asses off. Yeah. Uh, we don't, you know, there's not a million chicks out there, you know, it's just, you know, like you said, rock star. you know, you watch that movie and you're <laughs> like, and then now I watch that movie and I can't stop laughing because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh my God, yeah. you guys are selling a nice line of bullshit. Yeah, you know what absolutely, I mean? Absolutely, yeah. Um, touring musicians, it's just a really hard life of travel. Uh, and, and I mean, we're, we're, just, we're just barely scraping the surface. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And people look at us and they're like, yeah, you're doing really good. And sometimes you got to kind of take a step back because you're like, oh, we are doing really good. But when you're in the thick of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. it must be difficult then to sort of sit, look around and actually be content with where you're at in terms of like the outside pressures. You, well, that's the thing, right? Is it's like the outside perception of where you are is never where you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and we, you know, it, it, like you said, it's it's uh, we always look at where you are and you're always shooting higher. Yeah. And so and, but I mean, that's not a negative thing. That means you're hungry. And the moment you're not hungry as a band anymore or as an artist. I don't know how much longer you have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you got to have the fire. If you don't have the, the, the drive, the fire, the hunger, then why are you there? Yeah. Because some other, but somebody else is going to come up yeah, behind indeed. you with that. Yeah. And they're going to just wipe you off the map. Yeah. So everyone that's in my, uh, like in Cobra and the Lotus, they're all still hungry. Yeah. Or else we wouldn't be here. 
Yeah. You know, so and uh, and I think that's uh, that's very important. And when you say people have these outside perceptions and it's hard, I don't know if it's hard. I think it's uh, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. You know, to constantly be pushing and moving forward and trying to gain momentum. And yeah. I think that's very important. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. And uh, talking of hunger, right on cue. <laughs> well, she, I in, mean, in yeah. through the door, there's some food arrived. Yeah. So, Man, is that... <laughs> Six minutes away, left and straight. Perfect. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I might have to make my way there after this. <laughs> Indeed. Mm. Brad, I really do appreciate you taking the time out to chat to us. Oh, no problem, and, man. Uh, I really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, that honesty and candidness, it's... Yeah, yeah that's kind of me. That's, I've kind of been I, known for like being that, that guy. I like that. <laughs> yeah, it kind of hurts some people's feelings sometimes when I'm not sugarcoating shit, but it's just not It's, it's not my style. Life. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and sometimes it can... Uh, you know, sometimes people get a little pissed off, but I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. Yeah. I'm just trying to. It is what it is, yeah, man. Totally. Take it at it. truth hurts and shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> so and and, and and yeah, it's good to be honest. And uh, you know, I hate to be the guy out there smashing the mystique and the and the mirage around the touring rock musician life. <laughs> but I would like everyone out there to know that it's not oh, what you think it fuck is. Fuck the mirage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck the mirage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten already. years deep. Yeah. Fuck the mirage. Yeah, yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If it looks like and smells like, yeah, it, is it is bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you call it how it is. Indeed, yeah. absolutely. Brad, thanks very much, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. Cheers.